Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco and Kyle. Yes, sir. World's Fairs. Mm. If you had to go back to the history of like the sort of exhibitions where just all different groups come together, you probably would go to 1844 Paris in the French Ooh. Industrial Exhibition. That's probably seen as maybe one of the first real ones. 1851, a few years later, there was the Great Exhibition of the Works of Industry of All Nations in London. That's a huge deal. Fast forward to the 30s and the 40s, there the, there's the uh, famous New York World's Fairs, uh, and that continues up to 64. We talked about the 64 site of the New York World's Fair in the previous minute. Um, and there's some landmarks that people I probably don't even realize that these World's Fairs, and there's all different kinds of them and stuff, and different organizations run them. Uh, it's not like the Olympics where just one group does it. There's a bunch of different ones. But uh, the Seattle World's Fair of 1962, you know about it because you've seen the landmark, the Space Needle was built mm -hmm. as a part of that. So uh, that becomes uh, sort of the, the emblem of, of the city of, of Seattle. 1982 was the World's Fair in Knoxville, Tennessee. The name sort of, or what you think of as World's Fairs changes in 1988. It becomes the World Expo. It's in Brisbane. Things change though. Here's what happens. These expos and these World's Fairs, they become these amazing places for all these worlds to come together and nations to talk about their technologies. And around the late 80s, early 90s, they become uh, PR campaign centers for cities and nations with large entry fees and it becomes a real big business. Um, are these things still going around? Yes, they are. Uh, Expo 2020, which should have been in Dubai in October of 2020, is not happening. Why, <laughs> why isn't it happening, Rob? Well, there's a little thing going on in the world. Maybe if you're, if you're listening to this at a future time and you hear the stories about the great pandemic, coronavirus, or 2020, this is still happening. They took the World's Fair. It's been rescheduled for next year. Are they changing the name? No, it's, it's going to be... <laughs> 2020 looks better on the logo. That's okay. We got shirts. We got to sell the shirts. Expo 2020 will be in 2021. Um, you know, these are interesting. They uh, probably were at their height in the 60s, I would say, like in the 40s, 40, in the middle of the 20th century. Mm -hmm. But they're still a thing for different purposes. Why do I go into this whole history class about, <laughs> about World's Fairs? It has a little something to do with this minute. We're going to yeah, Rob's deep dives here yeah. uh, on uh, minute nine of Iron Man 2 from 2010, directed by Mr. John Favreau. And in the spirit of the World's Fair, we have also opened our borders and invited more people in, including Mr. Andy Nelson from the next Real Podcast. I just have to say, it's Brisbane, Rob. It's Brisbane. Brisbane. Did I, thought, I say Brisbane? Too. What did I say? Brisbane. Brisbane. Yeah. Every Aussie went, ah, oh, you got us with yeah, Akadaka. Sorry. sorry about that. Brisbane. I'm about to... Well, that's even not even a good Can, Australian accent. Rocky, What's my problem? I don't know. Can I just say, I thought, Aussie, the World Aussie, Expo, Aussie. I thought the World Expo had ended. Like, I didn't think it still happened. So it was yeah. a real surprise to listen to this guy. Really? They still yeah. do those things. Oh, yeah. They're actually, I think they're scheduled all the way to 2025. I think I'm really they, curious now what the 2021 Expo is going to do now that the 2020 Expo is going to be on top of it. And there is. <laughs> I think there is one. I think it's in Germany or something. I think it's already scheduled. I don't know. Dominoes. It gets backed up. <laughs> Who knows? Forget, wow. don't remember. We still have an Olympics we're going to have to play at some point. That's right. Who That's knows right. what's going to happen? It will figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but let's, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about... The Iron Man. Uh, and Tony is still in the middle of his speech. So he has uh, he's concluding his Tony talk here. Um, and so uh, he says, 
well, he says a lot of things, but like I think the the central thing that's very important that we need to focus on is it's not about me, it's not about you, it's not even about us. It's about legacy. It's about what we choose to leave behind for future generations. And by God, boys, I think we've got a theme. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look I at that. think that's it's the theme of the whole right movie, here. and they just like put it right minute nine. Like they just laid it out in front of us. Ah, very clever, it. Mr. Thoreau. Now, don't you love too? Like as he's giving the speech, and and the speech really has like two sections, right? The first half, which we did in the previous minute, is hubris. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. more than that. Right. And then and then there is someone in the audience you hear audibly say, "I love you, Tony." <laughs> and it's so per- I mean it's got to be a plant because yeah. his his remarks are clearly prepared and we'll talk why they are clearly prepared in his own mind. He immediately pivots to, "Oh, it's not about me. Thank you for saying you love me, but" mm. and then he that's goes right. into this great line that you just said. <laughs> that's oh no, that's theatrics. That is that is someone I would say that if this was if this was a real event and you had planners for that event, that's someone who's supposed to say that at that point in his speech so that he can turn and now say, well, no, I, I mean, I just talked about myself for the last two minutes. I, I think it was Pepper Potts. I think that was Pepper Potts. Can you, you think she's out there in the crowd? But okay, so then how did she get down? Because now we know she's she actually on a plane. No, 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 that's not canon. <laughs> that's from the alternate reality uh, version of this. Uh, I like to think she was still in that plane, even though she wasn't. And we actually, with him the actually we're not, we're not going to see her for a while, actually. So, uh, so yeah, so the, obviously, so the Stark Expo. That okay? Then we we he Tony then pivots and then basically gives the stage over uh, to his father, and so then uh, we see Howard Stark pop up. Is that talking about? So we're Howard's obviously Howard. We'll, we'll be talking about more in a minute. 10 as, as he goes into his speech but um as we're talking about the the world's fair like the stark expo is clearly based on the 1964 world's fair right. uh you know rob talked a little about that up top too and I, I had some i did some research on that myself um the 64 world's fair which is held in this location like supposedly like the, exactly the place where they are now uh, had over 140 pavilions 110 restaurants 80 nations uh, had places there. 24 U.S. states had individual uh, places there. 45 corporations had uh, exhibits and attractions. Um, the theme was peace through understanding, which I thought was interesting because we had, it's, it's peace also is on everyone's mind here too, but not necessarily through understanding in the uh, in the Stark model. Uh, and they said that, that was symbolized by the uh, the Unisphere, which we talked about in the previous episode. Um, one of the big things that happened at the 64 World's Fair is uh, Walt Disney used it as a place to show off these new audio animatronics that he had created. <laughs> um, and so there, not only uh, was you know, Disney there just being Disney and having characters walking around and things too, but they actually had their own rides so this is the first time people ever saw something called Pepsi Cola presents Walt Disney's It's a Small World. Yes, featuring that song right. written by the Sherman Brothers. Uh, also, they had the uh, in, in in General Electric had something called Progress Land, which had something called the Carousel of Progress, featuring a song called There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, also written by the Sherman Brothers. The Sherman Brothers are going to be important later on in this in this film so remember that uh also ford had a, a exhibit called ford's magic skyway so you could actually get into a ford vehicle including a mustang and it would take you through a whole ride uh, uh, and 
so basically this became what was world of motion then in epcot later on but also some of the elements uh moved into disneyland as well uh and then there was also at the illinois pavilion there was a little attraction called great moments with mr lincoln so this is the first time anybody had seen anything like this and so Walt Disney used it as a way of like testing out his stuff before he would eventually take all of these things, move them over to Anaheim and uh, put together a little park. You might've heard of. It's fantastic. Huge 64 world's fair is huge. And not just even because of all, I mean, everything you just mentioned, which is fantastic. It was really, it it healed the nation, right? (laughs) Because the United States is still recovering from the assassination of John F. Kennedy in November of 63 this is this was a huge cultural event. There's a lot of articles you can read about. Wow, this was the way in which the, the country was like, okay, peace. And that's even in the theme. Peace was a, was so much about this because everything had been torn down on that day in November. So, yeah. 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 So uh, you talked about before about Men in Black. Men in Black obviously has a big thing in this because the climax of that movie takes place on the same area. Uh, but also if you uh, go watch uh, the 2015 film Tomorrowland, they actually mm-hmm. recreate the 64 World's Fair uh, and show a bunch of stuff on there. So like you actually can see uh, the modern version, like like them going back and showing kind of their version of what it was really like to to be there. Uh, and walking around in it, and also like uh, my ride, yeah. and exactly ride the ride. Uh, and uh, my favorite band, uh, they might be giants, actually shot two videos in this area too. Anna Ang and Don't Let Start, so you can see a lot of the, the what's left of the expedition That's from early, the early they might 90s. Be giants. Early, early they might be giants. Yeah, early nineties, sort of yeah, eighty nine, ninety somewhere in there. And uh, did but, you say that the Unisphere was built for the sixty four Worlds Fair? Yes, yeah, okay. it was built. Uh, let's see, it was. Uh, Actually, it was it was built for the 64 World's Fair. It was uh, built on the foundation of the Parisphere, which is from the 1939 World's Fair. Which I'm assuming must have also been here then, right? Or did yeah. they move that here? They, okay. I believe that was there as well. Okay, uh, gotcha. and so and that and that is still standing. Yeah, the, really and the cool. Unisphere. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if we mentioned this. I think we mentioned in a previous minute. Yep. So it's it's a representation of the world, but there's also three loops that are going around it, and those represent the first three satellites. So at the oh, dawn of the space nice. age, all of this comes together and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's a bunch, a, a bunch of exhibits where we're focused on space because space, the space race mania was gripping the the nation right. in the '60s. So there's tons of exhibits where you could like see different ships and um, satellites and and things from the from the Apollo program. Well, and you even get that with the Stark uh, kind of the Expo logo, right? I mean, he's got mm-hmm. those those same exactly. essentially satellite lines like zipping around his logo, like you see it with uh, in the in the still images of it, where it's it's kind of a um, it almost looks like an atom sort of design. So, yeah. So cool. That's really cool way to tie it all together like that. Yeah. So then, so, yeah. So then Tony throws it to to de- dear old dead dad. So I. <laughs> Different dead dad. Can I different, just say different? That's different right. Different, different dead, dad. dead dad. This is that's a right. new dad that we that's have. Right. We have uh, yeah, very for, briefly in this. Yeah, because when because when you did the show, it was Gerard Sanders, but now yes. suddenly Tony Stark is in his uh, second incarnation, and he'll have a third incarnation before the MCU is done with it. <laughs> well, he aged different. I mean, technology. He aged. <laughs> just saying. It's true. Like maybe like when you when you photograph. John Slattery, apparently he ends up looking like Gerard Sanders. So it's apparently. just one of those weird quirks of, of photography. Of the now, oh, something I love about these remarks here is this. So he transitions, Tony's as he's giving these remarks, yep. he transitions to the first time since 74, best and brightest men and women, right? Mm-hmm. And introduces this. 
And I love this one line is because this this is nuance in terms of public speaking is not only is he dealt with the hecklers well, mm-hmm. but then he goes to this line where he says, therefore, what I'm saying, if I'm saying anything, <laughs> is welcome back to the Stark Expo. Yeah. And I love that because that's him acknowledging, yeah, I'm bl- I'm blabbering. Like, you know, it's very I, Tony Stark. Oh yeah. my God, totally. I mean, right? Like, and and kind of brilliant too. If you're if you're a well uh, polished public speaker, you know, if you want to if you want to pat yourself on the back, right? You could do that. You could talk about oh, get into into your great mode of this is what we're here for. But then you acknowledge that yeah, I'm full of it. <laughs> I came I came out here to basically just say. Hey, welcome to the Stock Expo. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And I mean, he delivers it perfectly. I totally love that. Um, and then he does obviously make the thing, makes the introduction to Howard Stark, making a, a special guest appearance from the great beyond, mm-hmm. my father Howard. Here's the other thing I love. Then he, as he goes to step aside on the the screen behind him, is this wonderful collage motion graphic of the current Stark Industries logo merging then into the original one, which we've seen, mm-hmm. right, in different places, my heart leaps because when <laughs> I see consistency like that in the graphic design, oh, hey, man, man. I mean, I know we talked about the X. Like, obviously, there's, you know, there's the moments where the things get messed up because the color of the X is obviously variants. But when you see that, oh, I love the fact that those dots connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's fun to see them doing that. And obviously they're having a good time doing that. And we don't get a lot of that here in this particular minute. We just get a you know a few little flashes of them and stuff before we are out. But it's it is fun to see that they're they are having a fun time kind of tying all of this together now for right. uh for kind of for all of us. And and I what I think is fun is that they're also because as you kind of go from that and you see that screen behind him kind of with the little, all the little video images are kind of flipping over and stuff. I'm assuming it's just a lot of other, they look like images from the, well, in the 74 World's Fair in in story here that mm-hmm. we have. But it's it's kind of fun to just kind of see a spattering of the different images that they've put together from that expo. Yeah, there Even is one as you tiny can, as they are. <laughs> no, there's one you can clearly see as a World Expo 1964 logo with like a rainbow. Yeah. Yep, um, yep. And then you and then you can see other images. You can see the 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 Stark Expo logo of 74, which we'll see in the next minute more clearly. Yeah. Um, and then just like you said, like pictures of the pavilions and stuff from from the from the mid 60s. So it's nice. Well done. Just I just it makes me smile. <laughs> it is cool. Yeah, it's nice. And so yeah, obviously we'll we'll talk more about um uh, about Howard and. Uh, his his portrayer uh, as we get into our, our next minute, uh, but we will save some of that stuff because we got to keep you coming back for more. Uh, yeah, so that more. we'll save that conversation for minute ten. Um, but in the meantime, uh, if you want, if you, if there's one thing that we know about Disney, it's that they love merchandise, and we're no different. Uh, if you like, so if you like what we're doing here, and you want to do something to support us and get something out of it, which is something I particularly enjoy. We have our own merch. So you can go to nextreel.com slash merch and buy pillows, mugs, phone cases, masks. Yes. <laughs> Put our faces on your face. Uh, you can get stuff from a lot of Marvel Movie Minutes Season 2 and soon the Marvel Movie, maybe even by the time you hear this, Marvel Movie Minutes Season 3 merchandise will be on there as well. Uh, so you get something out of it and a little bit of that money comes back our way to help keep our shows a rolling because bandwidth ain't free folks. You know so, what, uh, Kyle, you know what I can yeah. just say is if, if you're, if you're of a person who would like to buy one of those masks and you should protect you yourself should. And, and, and obviously protect those around you. 
Um, you know what you could do is to show our appreciation, take that mask, mm-hmm. and before you put it on, turn it around, and we will give you a little kiss. <laughs> oh, that's right. And a little kiss. What other? What other show? Your cheek, because we have anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's a friend kiss. <laughs> what other show can make that kind of claim? Only here, Marv Booth did it. Oh, so, yeah. uh, so thank you for uh, joining us for a minute tonight. We'll come back here for minute ten, where we're going to get deep into the Disney of it all. Uh, we got a lot of really cool stuff coming up. So, uh, make sure you think. Thanks for listening. Enough said. Bye. <laughs>